Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can be for today's trading opportunity. So we want to do a lot of our analysis. We want to uh, understand where we're likely to get the biggest moves. Uh, and we put that together in our trade plan. Um, so it can really sharpen and focus the mind uh, on what we want to see happen. And don't forget, we, we want these markets to... Um, to react as per our expectations. We want the markets to do what we want them to do. So basically, we can be very, very patient if the markets start doing something completely different. We can recess, we can uh, take an opportunity to step back, do some larger time frame analysis, and then we, we'll, 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 we'll almost go again. So these are all the, the factors um, to determining um, things like trade selection, uh, entries and exits and things of that nature. So I'll just do a quick uh, uh, intro in just a second. Uh, please see our risk warning currently up on screen. Just be mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets. Um, we were struggling a little bit yesterday in the sense of uh, price and volume is very very limited pretty much across the board. We weren't really seeing uh, a flow of capital in these markets uh, in any distinct area. Um, and that's normally the green light for us to, to be to be active and, and to get involved. And um, it was quite limited yesterday. Um, now, all eyes are pretty much on tomorrow's FOMC. So I'll talk about it in just a second. Uh, just as a quick introduction then, all profitable traders need to have a means in which to identify which markets to trade. So, so this is our methodology, basically. This is our uh, trade plan session, which is going to put together a trade plan. I'll post it into the chat box at the end. Um, and the idea is you can look, to, um, look for opportunities in those markets. Uh, where to enter? Uh, we, we do identify the levels at which we are looking to engage these markets. Um, where do we then exit? Um, it could be for a loss or for a profit, um, but your ability to exit these markets is, uh, is just as important as your entries. Uh, risk management, hopefully you're able to predetermine how much, how much capital, how much of your capital you're actually um, trading in each individual market, and then what's your overall exposure. And hopefully all of this is decided before you get into the trade and, and not do what most traders do, which is sort of moving stop losses once you're in that trade. Try to accept the risk at the point of entry and it's a much more comfortable um, mindset. Um, so trade management, again, it's it's putting all of these things together and, and trading psychology, all important facets. So this is our, just a quick introduction. We, we discussed these elements uh, each and every day in our live trade rooms and uh, we're strong advocates of being consistent in, in our approach, being disciplined with our capital uh, and being patient as well. So let's have a look at these news events and see is there any major news events that are likely to impact our trading. So today now is Tuesday the 26th of July as this month is ticking by pretty quickly. We've got one major piece of news today uh, around 3 p.m. I suppose Richmond Manufacturing Index might be interesting as well, certainly create a bit of volatility, but consumer confidence, uh, very important to have confident consumers. Um, and that's been dwindling for quite some time, uh, certainly since uh, year to date. And uh, we probably expect probably further downside pressure on that consumer confidence number. So we're looking for the deviation uh, there. 
German IFO business climate numbers uh, came in less than expected across the Eurozone. So that's a, a bit of a, that's not good with the German sentiment. And Germany is the, the majority powerhouse of the Eurozone. So, um, and it's, uh, it's, some of these figures are coming in less than expected. Anyone trading tomorrow? The, we love CPI in the early hours in the morning if you're trading your Aussie dollar. Um, and the, all the markets are really focusing on what the Fed do next. The, the Fed are, are the central bank of the world, basically. Um, and a lot of other central banks take their cues uh, from what the Fed do. So that's why, you know, the, the US economy is such a almost a trailblazer or, or by far one of the most important economies in the world and um, and their federal central bank uh, and the decisions that they make are profoundly important for, for global growth. Um, and what we're, what we're expecting is a very aggressive Fed at the minute. So last time we saw a 75 basis point move, um, surprising estimates are, are surprising the actual uh, forecasts. And now we've got a 75 basis point price hike uh, and a rate hike penciled in um, with some arguing that we might go um, 100 basis point or a 1% increase. So we're currently at 1.75. Uh, I'll just show you where that sits amongst these other central banks. So today now, if we have a if we have uh, 75, we'll, we'll be very much uh, in line with the, the Canadian Central Bank and the RBNZ. Um, 100 basis point would push the US economy above. Um, now, it's going to be interesting to see what that means for the equities and, and the dollar because uh, it's all quite finely balanced at the minute. I think that's probably the best the best word to use um there's a sort of a lack of kind of volatility now in, in many of these markets when they're in positions where they could really be active but if you can imagine with a major news event you know how how active are you going to be at this point going into this uh, news event tomorrow when you don't really know what the outcome will be and you certainly don't know how these markets are going to react it's not it's not a great time um so what we had was you know, pretty much the sideways moving market. And then we saw um, the initial move to the upside and then a bit of a, a question mark and then some positivity and then a reversal and then sideways moving price action yesterday. So all in all, it's just a bit of a question mark for us. That That's how we break down this move. Um, what we would expect ordinarily is, you know, to have some momentum and, and follow through if this was a genuine move you know to get three four five days you know just a nice genuine move to the upside but actually it's just drifting sideways pretty much up at these highs so it's just inconclusive that's really um what we're seeing now uh, across the indices we were looking for some upside yesterday and um, we did see it for a bit and then that you know, it kept kind of rolling back over. So it's a tough one to call. Similar situation, two, four, five, five days basically of just sideways moving pattern. Once we saw a little bit of 
quite positive price action on, I think it was last Thursday or Wednesday, perhaps. Same situation, um, looking considerably more bearish, perhaps, than the other two. But we are above, well, potentially above this uh, potential support down here, back here at the 12,150. So if you get a little pushback to that and then we find some support, it might give us a, a buying opportunity there. So um, these markets are pretty much, there's quite a large range, I must admit, but it's pretty stuck and very much range bound. Now, if we break above the 73.68, I think there's probably an argument to suggest that we could move into that space um, because there's, a, there's an overall, we'd have some uh, resistance up at these levels. So potentially a move to the upside uh, for the FTSE. Um, it's just we've got some developments that need to, to happen with the, the political situation in the UK um, where the membership would be deciding who will be their next leader. Um, so, you know, some turbulence expected pretty much uh, across the pound more generally. The DAX, a little bit of negativity looks like it's creeping in, but there's your five day of, of pretty much nothing. Um, uh, so we've got a pretty strong range bound market. And we're currently in this level. I mean, I suppose the, we'd probably expect prices back down to these levels, but then we could get the, the FTSE pushing higher and the DAX pushing lower and um, three days of, of three, four days of kind of erratic price action across the Nikkei as well. So these markets are clearly in a bit of a, a waiting pattern for uh, probably tomorrow's FOMC. And we've got Bitcoin rolling back below these previous highs so across the your risk markets, it's uh, it's not looking that encouraging. In fact, it's looking pretty limited. Um, so a bit of a, a bit of a lack of opportunity really across the risk markets. So then we we're, we're we're sort of asking ourselves where are the best opportunities in these markets? We'll have a look in the dollar in a second. But just going on to the commodities. Um, we did get that move above the 96.35 and we very well may see a little bit of upside here for another couple of dollars. Um, yesterday's move was, was broadly quite indecisive. We, we were rolling over for most of the day and then started to roll back over to the, to the upside actually. Uh, and today now we're getting some continuations. So um, the trade was at the 96.35. So maybe if we get a pullback in that trade, it might be worth looking at. And there's a couple of uh, sort of more individual selective trades as well. Um, 96.35. So let's go in and have a look at those. Um, is gold giving us anything to work with? The answer is not really. Um, this is quite poor quality price action here. And in fact, there's probably a technical structural failure trade maybe to the upside. So if some buying comes in and we clear the 17.39, we might get a short term little rally to the upside at the moment nothing so really patience is quite important here we spoke yesterday about the pound because the pound is where the the action was yesterday 
Um, but we, we identified the 165.14 and we we're very interested to see whether the pound yen could get above that because we were at this time yesterday morning, we were kind of up at these higher levels. And this is a good example of, um, I suppose, consistency and patience. Uh, the, the the trading opportunity was there. We identified these little highs, the 139.98 uh, with the euro yen and the pound yen was just uh, the 165.14. And when, when you assess um, ATR, your average true range over the last 20 days, you, you'll realize that we had exceeded that by the time uh, this trade um, became you know, a, a viable opportunity for us when we get to our trading desks for the European Open. So really, there was no trade in this, in this yesterday. Um, the trade was way further back during the Asian session yesterday morning. Um, so once prices got up to these levels, it became, unless we got above the 165.14, it became a really tough, um, in fact, a nonsensical trade because you didn't have the, um, the, the risk reward that we would like to, to, to be able to get into the trade. So really it was a case of being patient and let's see today now whether we get some continuation. So the 165.14 to the upside for the, for the pound yen, um, we can trade it beneath this low, the 84.75 could get a little bit further downside. Um, and then the last one just with the pound, because this is where we saw the move yesterday was in the pound. And again, could we stay above the 120.60? The answer is no. So um, we attempted to get back above it and, and it's currently failing. So it's... We can keep an eye out for, for some additional pound strength, but it's it's not looking that promising. So let's finish off with the dollar and the yen. So the dollar is largely indecisive, um, mild bullish price action against the yen. Mild moves against the Swiss franc. So here we have a Canadian dollar actually much stronger than the dollar. So the dollar is is not really doing much as we go into um, tomorrow F, tomorrow's FOMC. So the the risk on risk off nature of these markets is a little bit flat. Um, there's there's it's hard to pick a, a side either way. You could look at a trade from a. I suppose a dollar weakness perspective, maybe the pound to the upside, maybe the Aussie, or you could look, sorry, for pound strength. Sorry, let me let me say that again. We could look for some dollar weakness versus the pound and the Australian dollar, i.e. pushing to the upside, or we could look for some um, dollar weakness against the CAD below the 128.19, that would be a, a significant structural failure trade to the downside. Um, maybe the Aussie dollar. But then we have a dollar strengthening against the Swiss franc, uh, the yen. So the dollar is kind of in the... It's kind of not strong nor weak at the moment. But if that changes, we, we could have a couple of decent opportunities there. Okay, let's take the dollar CAD to the downside. We're looking for some dollar weakness now, 128, 128.19. The Aussie dollar 
that level would be the uh, 69.77. So a little bit of dollar weakness. Okay, let's put our trade plan together, guys, and we'll switch over to our live trade room now in just a minute. So, um, so a market summary. Um, we'd have to say it's kind of continuing uh, mixed market conditions. There's, uh, we have to call it as it is, pretty much. Sorry, let me get this up on the screen. So, that's unfortunately remaining the same. Now we were we were kind of hesitant um, looking for opportunities. We did look to try and get into the U.S. indices with a very very small trade, and it didn't work out because of the the ongoing um, sort of lack of opportunity. Really, it was the only trade we were looking to get into. So let's let's put these in. Put these put these trades in. Um, Let's go dollar CAD. The one twenty eight, twenty eight, nineteen. And uh, let's put the Aussie dollar. Aussie dollar looking to uh, buy. Of the sixty nine twenty seven. Let's put in US oil here. Oil markets are interesting because there's this uh, recessionary fears which could dampen demand uh, versus uh, supply side constraints which are pushing prices higher. Um, and OPEC are not really intervening in any shape, way, shape or form, they're sticking to their, their pretty much projected sort of supply um, plan. So uh, looking to buy above the 96. So we're a little bit above that as things currently stand, but if we get a you know constructive pullback, we look to get into that trade. And then So we can potentially look for some pound strength. We'll just keep an eye on the pound and see if we do get any kind of progress. Okay, let me post that into the chat box. So our overall summary for these markets, unfortunately, are continuing mixed market conditions. And uh, what you might experience is, is a little bit of this now over the summer. We're, we're, we're now sort of technically in summer months. Uh, a lot of traders and investors, you know, take a bit of time off in August 
Uh, we'll be taking some time off as well, so we'll let you know about that next week. Um, it, you know, a lot of these market conditions now for a period can be quite mixed. Now, we're going to get a, probably an explosive move and a, probably a, an explosive end to the week, we would assume, uh, off the back of um, what the Fed do tomorrow. So a bit of, bit of quiet um, price action in the build-up, very mixed. And hopefully we'll get some volatility to capitalize on as the week unfolds. Um, but our trade plan now for the day is we're looking for a, a dollar CAD sell trade below the 128.19. It's kind of a, an important longer term structural low. So we break below that, we'd be looking to get into it. The Aussie dollar looking to buy above the 69.77. Um, it's sort of a more recent high. The, the US oil trade, we're looking for a buy trade above the 96.35. We're a little bit above that, but if we get a pullback, we might have to get into it and potential further pound strength as well uh, across the dollar, the euro, and the yen. Um, but we kind of want to see some consistent strength. We don't want just one of those, you know, breaking above rel relative highs or lows. We want them all to sort of show a little bit of um, aggression. And just be selective as we await US FOMC tomorrow. Um, you know, perhaps don't be too aggressive uh, with these markets. So, uh, look, I'll post that into the chat box then uh, for you guys. Uh, feel free to take it away. Any questions, feel free to post them. We're going to switch across now to our live trade room. So we'll uh, we look for opportunities in those markets now in just a second. So if you do want to join us, you're very welcome to do so. Uh, we do trade the markets fully live and interactive every day from 8 a.m. and again at 12.30 for the US trading session. Um, and um, and these are all UK times, by the way. So for more information, just go to livetrading.com. I'm happy to uh, answer any questions you might have there. So listen, on that note, thanks for joining us. Take care. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye for now.